Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Catholic Ad Lib. Catholic Ad Lib is a podcast where we love to focus on the gospel and uh, combat the, uh, the silence that goes on in the world with the gospel. Uh, today, we have something that is truly unique. I am gathered with several men who I have been journeying with for the past, if not several weeks, a couple years. Um, but I'm surrounded by some men here in my little studio at the, at the home. And uh, we have been uh, focusing on a uh, project of sorts. And I've invited them here today to uh, talk about it. And I have asked them to spend a couple minutes uh, giving us their perspective on what is called the Rescue Project, which emanates out of uh, Detroit, Michigan, Father John Ricardo, and Acts 29. Um, so we're going to touch on the Rescue Project and the various elements that uh, we've been diving into over the past, uh, what, four or five weeks or so. And we're not done yet. We have a few more weeks to go. But we thought this would be a good time to uh, pause and, and get people's reflection and, and hey, give us a, a different podcast, if nothing else. So, um, so the first person that we're going to turn to for a couple minutes is Brian. So, Brian, uh, if you don't mind, please just give us your thoughts about the Rescue Project. For example, did you have any premonitions going in, or what has really grabbed you and, and uh, helped you in your spiritual journey? Sure. So the Rescue Project was, um, I watched the trailer, and I'm somewhat familiar with Father John Ricardo and the like homilies and things he's put out before. And it's always been uh, stuff that is uh, just a fresh perspective. And this journey through the, res- uh, through the Rescue Project has been really good uh, just in the way that it has helped me to um, better understand the gospel and better understand why I need the gospel why others need the gospel. So just in these short couple weeks, I've noticed some examples of friendships and relationships in my own life where other people, um, where other people desperately need the project, uh, the rescue project or need to be, need to be rescued, um, in our faith. And, um, it's, I think it's just amazing how quickly that stuff has come to light where we're not even done, and I'm realizing and seeing uh, just examples where, okay, I need to do more, and uh, other people need the good news, and the beauty of the Rescue Project is you also learn the bad so you can appreciate how good we really have it. I had a feeling you were going to, had a feeling you were going to offer that, so thank you. Yeah, it's very good. That's one of the great aspects of it. Very good. Yeah. Um, and sitting next to you is Jim Cermak. Jim, if you wouldn't mind uh, your perspective. Jim, by the way, is uh, not only a dear friend, he's, he's a family <laughs> member, uh, my son's father-in-law. Uh, yeah. But Jim and I traveled together both to Columbus for the Rescue Project and then up to Brighton, Michigan for the equipping event. Uh, yeah. So we're brothers in that regard, too. So. Go ahead, Jim. You're, and I know you could talk for a couple hours on this subject, so we're really going to limit you here. Yeah. So well, I'll try and make it real brief. But uh, uh, I, I, being introduced to Father John Ricardo to begin with was 
a revelation. I mean, his, as Brian has said, his, his perspectives are so fresh, so unique. And, uh, the more that I, I dive into, into the gospel story and learn more about the founding fathers, I realize well, it's not really fresh and new. It's just a going back and finding out what, what impact did Christ have on that first generation or second generation, the first hundred years, those founding fathers at the church, what did they teach? What did they believe? And that's not what we're hearing today. I'm a, I'm a lifelong Catholic. I've, I've, very strong Christian faith my whole life. My family, you know, went to church and were very involved in our, our parish. And this is all new. What I've learned and come the revelations through the rescue project is stuff that I am just, I'm looking at Christ in a completely new way on the cross and going, wow, this is, I, it's, I get goosebumps now where I was, it was almost became just another thing. You know, I'd come to Mass, i look at him, thank you. Yes, he died on the cross, but he looks very peaceful up there, and that's not it. Mm-hmm. What he did for us is is uh, amazing. So this is, this, and plus this has become an evangelization tool where I'm like, other people need to hear this. Yeah. People need to, if I've missed this all this time, others need to hear this. And because I think people have the the gospel message over time, the story has been watered down to like Father John likes to say it. Yeah, uh, Jesus is kind. Jesus loves children. He loves kittens. You know, he's he's a, he's a really nice guy. But he was so much more than that. And and he and he loves us so much. Um, so without going too deep into it, and I'll, I'll just thank stop you. there. But I mean, yeah, really. Helped completely change my perspective about what Jesus did on the cross for us, and that is life changing, completely life changing. Thank you, Jim. How about to Kevin? Kevin, your perspective on the Rescue Project thus far? Sure. Um, this is the first time I've ever heard him talk. This is the first time I've ever seen him, and the videos have really. And he talks about this a little bit of how, you know, we look at things with, with different lenses, right? And I think this is the first time that I'm seeing the gospel with a, with a different lens. We, we've, we've been taught about the messages and we've heard the same, I don't want to say the same messages, but, but we have, right? We go to church, we hear a lot of the same message, but this is definitely a different version of the gospel message, mm-hmm. a different twist on it. And and as Jim said, too, it's kind of like, well, this is the first time I've heard of it. How could this be? And you're like, oh, this is the way that the original church fathers taught it. And I'm like, how, how could we not, how could this be a different, not even a different message, but almost like just more information and a different way of looking at the gospel yeah. and looking why Christ died for us and what it did for us as well. If somebody were to ask you if it's fire and brimstone, how would you answer that? I don't think it's fire and brimstone, but I think it's an honest view, right? It's something that we don't get to hear the other side as much, right? We, we hear a lot about God, but we don't hear a lot about the devil. It's almost like something like don't even speak his name. Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't ta- want to bring him taboo. up. Yeah, taboo. we don't want to give him any power, so don't talk about it where uh, John Ricard just brings it up and like it's in your face and you have to deal with it on some level and understand it. And I, I just love that message or that part of the message that I haven't experienced too much. Mm-hmm. Awesome. How about we turn to Kwame? 
another family member, my son-in-law. All right, Kwame. Yeah, sure. Please. Yeah. Yeah, and you and you know you knew of Father John Ricardo. You're a, a native of Michigan. Yeah, um, I've known him since I was in high school. So Father John Ricardo used to come to my high school once a year and do mass for us, and I'll go to his parish, which is not too far from my home. So, um, and I do youth group there too as well, because why not? <laughs> He's awesome, and <laughs> they have a wonderful youth ministry there. So I will go there with my friends. So, yeah. <clears throat> The rescue project. When he first started that, I wasn't really thr- uh, like thrilled with the idea. But the more I started to learn about it, my my parents keep telling me about it. And then uh, I'm able to do this with the group of men. Um, the more I dive more into this beautiful videos of his, where he delivered the message, um, just helped me understand that. God has rescued me because I needed to be rescued. I don't know if that makes sense, but to me it makes sense. Um, from my personal life, I didn't know God, and God rescued rescued me. And the, <laughs> the name of the project is the Rescue Pro- the, the, Pro- the Rescue Project, and I was rescued by God through His blood and His sacrifice. And every time I think about that situation how my life was before I was into the faith, before I was burned into the faith, helped me realize that I'm in the right place now. God rescued me for a reason. Amen. This is real real world. Yes, so. this is what we deal with every single day. <laughs> little little Jude. He thinks it's time to go or yes. something. So Amen. Anyway, um, go ahead, call me. That's well fine. yes, I'm just I'm 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 grateful to be to be able to uh, partake in this uh, rescue project mi- uh, mission that we are I'm part of with a group of men right now because it helped me realize like I need to revisit my rescue story. Um, it helped me realize my rescue story. So you're yeah. looking forward to rescuing people? Yes, that's my goal. I've been rescued, and it's my time to take on that mission and rescue others. That's and awesome. I will continue to do it until I used to tell my wife all the time I would die for Christ before I die for her. And that is something I have nothing against. I have, I have nothing against her. It just <laughs> God rescued me first. Yeah. She's second. Right. So I would die for God before I die for you. That's awesome. Great. And I think we have two other people. Uh, next is Daniel. Yeah, hello. Hello. Um, yeah, these, these men have shared wonderful answers and I I think I can relate to a a lot of pieces and without I don't think I'm going to spoil or ruin anything but you know right off the start of of the rescue project father John Ricardo speaks a lot about the lenses and that's exactly what he's given me with the with the gospels like you men have spoken about um and it kind of reminded me I was trying to think of a common analogy like uh, my father loves um the analogy, I, I took a class in college online. Uh, it, was an, it was an art class. So we'd study all these pieces of arts, mainly from the Renaissance, but it just, it was beautiful. Um, I've always respected art. I, I kind of wish I would 
dive into it a little more, like all these beautiful pieces you see all the time, especially with the Catholic Church and all that that rich history and and just the, the the statues and the art pieces and even the churches, you know. Um, but this class kind of taught me, you know, you're looking at the the statue of David uh, by Mac- Michelangelo. It's, oh wow, that's beautiful, right? That's awesome. And then you start diving into uh, the the reasonings and and the, the the little nuances of every little um, aspect of of that statue or of that painting we would dive into, and the reasons behind that and why the painter or whoever the sculptor did that, and and that's what it kind of reminded me of is, you know, I, I saw the Gospels as one way this entire time my whole life, but now I have that different lens where whoa, you have to take a step back and you appreciate it that, that much more. So. Thank you. Yeah. Looking forward to uh, rescuing people? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah no cause, doubt. Because we've, we've talked about that here in our group today about uh, vigor uh, and the ardor and the courage that it takes. Yep. So it's one thing to understand all this or take it all in, but uh, it has to move us to, to action. We have to... We have to be engaged. Um, I guess, are we going to have Andrew say a few words? Yes? Okay. Yeah. The youngest member of our group is uh, my son, Andrew. And, uh, Andrew, your perspective is as important, if not more important, than the rest of us. Uh, you're all of 14 and a half years of age, driving cars in the driveway, I might add. Um <laughs> But um, you, you've said some pretty amazing things as we gather every Saturday morning. You share your reflections. So uh, if, if you were talking to your buddies or, or you were asked uh, to explain to your, one of your classes, what's the rescue project about? How would you, de- how would you describe it? Um, I think it's a kind of like an escape to a different, a different perspective of what of what not only the Catholic faith is about, but just what life is about. I think that a lot of my friends <laughs> kind of are just going with the flow right now. They aren't, they they lean on their parents, that's fine, but they need to know that after that, obviously they're on their own, but they need to know that God is utmost importance for them. Like, it's more than they could ever imagine. Like, you you need him. Not like, it's, it's not just like a little, a little thing. God mm-hmm. is more like, he's the whole reason for why everything is here. Not just like, oh, God is nice. He's... Mm-hmm. He's the creator of everything. He made you, mm-hmm. and he and he wants to, he wants to, um, he wants to see you thrive. Mm-hmm. So, can you envision yourself thinking of creative ways to evangelize to your friends, just in in small, subtle ways? Not, you know, not throwing a Bible at them, of course, but saying certain things and that that might cause them to think about what you just said so beautifully, which is. God is very important, and they need to they need to learn that sooner versus later. So, can you envision yourself stepping out and doing that? 
Yeah. Um, I can. It's just going to be a, a very hard thing to do. I've already tried to start doing it, but mm-hmm. it's going to be the hardest thing I would honestly ever do because it's just like all the odds are stacked against you. It's like everything. So you you expect them to not be receptive? At least 90% of them because yeah. it's just what the world is telling them right now is the complete opposite. And the complete opposite is a lot easier than what everything, what I, what I would be saying or mm-hmm. our priests will be saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's it's so much easier. It's like, I, right. I want to go with the flow and just right. take life the easy way. But, right. yeah. Okay. And we challenge you to do that. You know that. Just like we're all challenged. Yep. We may look at you and think, oh, it's easy. You're 14. It's it's a challenge for all of us. So if you don't mind passing the microphone, there's one and a half people there. There's there's Jesse and his son Jude. Jude is two months, two years and a few months. So here we go. We'll see how this goes. So. Jude, what do you <laughs> Can you say hello yeah, to put Pappy? him on the spot? Yeah. Say hello to Pappy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the rescue project. I came in and maybe similar to like yeah, kind of kind of open open to it and um, that you had mentioned a couple um, mentioned a couple times to me and I've been really taken away with the power and the zeal of uh, Father John Ricardo in proclaiming the gospel. Um, Kevin, you had mentioned you know his his incorporation of what he what he who he turns the third person in the room. You know the devil and how and how the devil, um, you know, is, play, plays a role, plays a role in, in our everyday lives. Um, you know, just and, and looking at looking at life through a new a new perspective, um, a new a new lens, and seeing kind of the truth of reality. And um, it's just it's just been really uh, really kind of an, an eye opener, a, a re reawakening of sorts, sort, sort of, of of the gospel and. And, uh, yeah, so it just really excited to to try to look for ways to evangelize and be more open to that with with more confidence. And uh, but yeah, it's just been it's been a great great six weeks so far. Yeah, great. Um, and if I can just kind of put a cap on it, um, I like I like thing. I have to I have to go back and back and back to uh, to make sure things sink in. I can't. I can't just read something once and be amazed by it. And I need to, that's why I read the gospel three, four, five, six times in the morning. Um, so Father John, actually, he was encouraged uh, to kind of condense what he thinks we're missing from the gospel. And he condensed, as you guys all know, he condensed it. And it sounds sacrilegious, but it's not because it helps people remember or it causes people, I think, to be more inquisitive and and the four words that Father John uses are created, captured, rescued, response. So he describes creation, which we gloss over a lot of times. Uh, our being captured, which, which is probably the biggest thing that sets the rescue project apart, which is, as a lot of you guys have said, uh, he describes how, how bad it is being captured. The devil, the enemy is the enemy, and all of that. We have to know that. We can't be afraid to not hear it because the good news is even 
is even so much better once we understand the bad news and that perspective of that possibility. And then if, he, if God has done all these things, what should be our response? And certainly evangelization is but one, but reverence and, and prayer and, and all that. So uh, there's so much to unpack, and I know we've just scratched the surface. Jude, thank you for being with us. We appreciate it. Your commentary is, was awesome. Uh, I guess, you know, it wasn't intended for your dad to be here for a couple minutes, so that was good. Holy Spirit is working through him. Um, so that wraps up this special episode of uh, Catholic Ad Lib. As I always like to say, if uh, there's any comments or questions or suggestions or anything at all, please email us at catholicadlib at gmail.com. I'd like to make special mention, I've never done this before, special mention to the guy, as they say, spinning the dials, <laughs> my son Andrew. Um, he is the uh, he is the technology whiz, and I wouldn't be doing this without him. So thank you, and God bless.